Welcome back to Off the Dome, everybody. He didn't hit record. I did not hit record. We literally just recorded for like 10 minutes talking about all this cool small talk stuff before I even realized that I didn't hit record. And I'm like super sad right now, guys. We, we're supposed to be pros. No, we're not. This is our third Steve episode. Steve Springer dude. said we're pros. That means we're pros. Yeah, Steve Springer, if you're listening, you probably are. No, he is. We love you, Steve. Um... I guess let's re-talk about our small talk. Um, by the way, this small talk is brought to you by my lovely girlfriend, Coral, because she's the only person that probably listens to us that knows nothing about basketball. Does and she care about it, at least? She tries to. I mean, like, I'll give she her She cares her about it because you care about it. Yep. Okay, I get it. Anyway, um, small talk. Um, Oh yeah, we're not funny, or at least I'm not funny, right? That's My what dad we're talking about. laughed at a joke I made the first episode, so I, yeah, I can't, um, I can't speak for you, though. I think the main reason people didn't laugh at me is because I was all the way back here. See, my first episode, I didn't have a sleeve on my microphone, and so I didn't have the a, buttery a pop, voice pop, I have right now. A pop filter? Yeah, a pop filter. S- sleeve? A sleeve. I don't know. This isn't a sleeve. Yeah, a sleeve is like what Allen Iverson wore when he was injured or what Ben Simmons wears to look cool. Yeah, I've always thought about that. Like, Blake Griffin, right? He always wore shooting sleeves on his arms, but, like, why? They do it to look cool. Like, like Dwight Howard, wore when he was on the Magic, wore two shoot, or when he was on the Lakers, wore two shooting sleeves. And I'm like, what's what's it for? It's a shooting sleeve. But, like, okay, it doesn't not look cool, does it? Like, it actually looks pretty dope. But, like, why? <laughs> because he can. But then, like, guys like Steph Curry, he's more in a shooting sleeve maybe, like, once or twice his entire career. Probably because he doesn't like it. It constricts movement. Yeah. And also, guys, this episode is brought to you by water. Could because you, I have the same that? hot water that I drank last week, and I haven't moved Like, it. that water bottle is sitting in the same spot. Yep, surrounded by mattresses and foam pads. It's hot. Very hot. Yeah, where we're recording this in Murray, Kentucky, it is 100 degrees outside currently. It is 100 degrees, and it makes everybody want to just die. Well, well, it's 95 degrees, but it's humid, so it makes it it 100 degrees. It's so hot, guys. And I know some of you guys might be listening from Texas and be like, you know, you guys don't know what you're talking about. It's like, you don't know what hot is. Yeah, because I I can attest Texas weather is freaking oh, no. awful. Air like Arizona is the worst. Not the worst. That's not the right word. Arizona. Whenever I, we went there, the the heat is the worst. That's what I mean. Because it's so it's not humid. It's just hot. It's just naturally that hot. It's just it's dry. Hot. It's very dry. Very hot. Dry heat. I have no idea though. I have never been to Arizona. It's so like I'll take your word for it's it. It's this but worse. Yeah, I don't want I don't want this ever again. Um Oh yeah, my statements um we had st- we had each had our own individual statements. Jonah, give your statement. What's my statement? You're uh, you're a uh, thing about the thing. Okay, well I'll that's, give mine first. That's I'll, very I'll give my thing first. I wanted to apologize for the second time about the Arcadelphia comments because I do love the city and it was just a joke among my friends that I brought into the podcast. And I really couldn't get myself to edit it out because I didn't know how to at the time. Now I do. You're so, pro. huh? You're pro. Oh yeah. 
I'm thought, so. I thought we were pros. Yeah, we are pros. Sorry. What was my statement? The thing about the thing. The thing about the thing. If you don't know what it is, that's very non-descriptive. If, if you Maybe don't know it the wasn't thing, important. If you don't know the thing, then you don't know the thing. Maybe. Talking about how we're like. Oh friends. yeah. Oh yeah, we are friends. Yeah, we don't hate each other. I promise. As much as we're probably gonna argue. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> we, we 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 don't hate each other. Was that the statement you were talking about? Yes, statement. Oh, that's what you were talking about. Okay. Yes, and um. I do love Washita. That's my thing. Go TJ Cole. Uh, got, signed a training camp deal with the Rams. And Hunter Soboda. Shout out. Whoop whoop. Oh yeah, Chris Babb. You too. Please listen. And please don't be too mad at me. I'm really sorry. Anyway, things moving on. Trade news. See, I was going to go into the NBA draft review, but there were two big trades this week. One of them I just thought was playing dumb. And the other one made me want to cry. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about the plain dumb first. So CB3 is going to the Warriors for Jordan Poole and a couple other players and picks. Here's what I, I thought that was dumb. Here's what I don't get. What do the Warriors want to get out of him that they don't already have? What does he offer to the Warriors that can make them better? You're asking me like I ha- I know. He, I have no idea. They like I've seen a thing. I saw a post that ESPN made where it's you know, it shows you their potential starting lineup. It's CP3, Steph Curry at the 2, Clay at the 3, Andrew Wiggins at the 4, Draymond at the 5. Are you kidding? No. Uh, if I'm if I'm smart, if I'm Steve Kerr, Chris Paul ain't starting at all. Chris no Paul, way. Chris Paul stays on the bench and... and Kevon Looney. Would you already say Kevin Looney? Kevon Looney is starting. He better be starting. Well, yeah, but like that, that, um, that ESPN post had Draymond at the 5. No way. No way in heck. Also, Draymond's probably not coming back. Oh, he could. No, I think he'll come back. It's we'll just he, see. Want, he wanted more money. And they're going to give him more money because he's Draymond. But I don't see any way that Chris Paul... I mean, Chris Paul is still decent at what he does, but he's just not... He doesn't warrant the big price tag anymore. He's that he not used to have. him. He, doesn't warrant, he hasn't warranted the big price tag in years. I think the big thing here is um, the new change in, G- in general manager... General managering for the Warriors with after they just yeah, lost. Didn't he just yeah? Didn't oh, what it was Bob, Bob Myers, Myers just stepped down and Mike Dunleavy Jr. picked it up. And does Bob Myers have a new job or is he just like no? He just retired. Oh, he needed okay. to retire. And so the main thing here is like Mike Dunleavy Jr. Not a great start to his career as a GM just because I don't think so. Mm-mm. Jordan Poole, I understand he had a bad end of the season. Well, I yeah, get it. That was the only good part about that trade is it gets rid of Jordan Poole because Jordan Poole. I think he could be really good. Granted, I don't like him very much, but he could be so good on a not the Warriors. Okay, here's my opinion about Jordan Poole. I don't think he's a bad player. I just think he's young and inconsistent. He's going to take 50 shots a game in Washington. Yep. If and... you look at the shots per game, it's crazy. Yeah. It was that one playoff game against the Lakers where they were down three and they, they needed a three-pointer to tie it. And... Jordan Poole shoots it from like probably 30 feet out when he has Curry standing right next to him being guarded by Austin Reeves. And Curry just throws his hands up like, what What are we doing? Jordan Poole is a young player, takes some stupid shots. Okay, well, I'm looking at the trace back right now. He's pulling up factoids. Did okay. they get, what were, what were picks? Um, were there picks? I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I can't remember. This is, guys, uh, we need, I'm sorry. If you ever see us in public, tell us to do our research before because um, no, this is part of a podcast is doing stuff on the fly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jordan Poole, 
the thing about him is he's yes he has the skill but he's just inconsistent i think this year next year if not this year he could he could have all-star potential would you say that's correct who Jordan, Jordan Poole. Poole. Jordan Poole, yeah. He has all-star potential next year. Paul George Paul George said on his podcast where uh, he's the number one guy that he thinks of when he thinks of a guy that could be so good in a different scenario was Jordan Poole. That was before the Chris Paul trade. But if I'm the Warriors, I understand trading Jordan Poole, but not for a guy that's going to give you one good season and then he's going to be out of the league. And then retire. Uh-huh. Yeah. He wants a ring. That's why he's... He's in, ring chasing. In Golden State. And I mean, like... Fair enough. You you go ring chasing. But you go. You find Steph Curry. I don't Curry. think the. But I don't think the Warriors are in prime position to be, like, the there's there's contenders any year that Steph is in the league, but they're not prime contenders. At this, they're point, not. A, they're not one of the favorite. No, like absolutely not. They're not in that position anymore. They're getting old. What I don't understand is how how does this make them better at all? It doesn't. Because it gets rid of Jordan Poole's bad decision making, which that could. That could make them a little bit better than they are. It trades, it trades a, a not very high IQ player as of right now for one of the highest IQ players ever. Yes, that's true. That's the only thing where I'm like, okay, yeah, because it gets rid of the decision making that Jordan Poole would make. My main thing is, what does Chris Paul give the Warriors that they don't already have? That's what I said. That if you if you go back to the beginning, that's what I said. The first the first thing that we said because was that. Steph Curry, yeah, he didn't come to the come into the league as a good point guard. Nowadays, though, he can do just about everything that Chris Paul can do right the now. Thing is, Chris Paul is a true point guard. Steph Curry, I see more as a shooting guard sometimes. Yes, but Steph can play true point guard when he needs to. But Chris Paul doesn't give you the playmaking anymore. He averages like six assists a game when he used to average like ten. Yeah, and Steph can do that while also averaging if he wants thirty. To. Like that's my main thing. He can average thirty while also giving you those six assists. Chris Paul will get you twelve. That's maybe. that's why. What did you throw? Sorry, I was fidgeting with something, and then I threw it away no, because it was in the way. He hasn't, he hasn't been a consistent, like impact to his team since. Well, I say consistent, like impact. He always has an impact, but he hasn't been consistent since they were in the finals a couple years ago against the Bucks. I'm just saying, if I'm the Warriors, I'm not giving a 2030 first round pick for Chris Paul, and yeah. that's what they did. Wait, 20. 30 goodness. See, this is the trade specs. They better go, they better go Oh, that's the thing I saw on TikTok. Well, I don't know why I'm on TikTok, but still. Um it's the the most one of the most like one of the most useless feeling, not saying his job is useless, but his one of the most useless feeling people in the NBA has to be the Sun Scout mm-hmm. because the next pick that they have control over is in 2030. So he's going to go like scout fifth graders basically yeah <laughs> he's just going to scout fifth graders that's his job now because like, that's the first pick they have control over this is the trade this is the this is what the trade specs look like it's the warriors receive chris paul and the wizards get jordan Poole, ryan rollins who i'm gonna be honest with you i have no idea who that is and the project a protected 2030 first round pick it is protected doesn't really elaborate on what protection i'm thinking it'll probably be lottery protected or something like that if it is lottery protected i'll give him that that's probably good that's probably okay 
but and then also a 20, 2027 second round pick, which that's still like four years away. So I'm not gonna say the Warriors got fleeced because like they got Chris Paul, who's like a big name. They paid for the name, not how good he is. And my main question is: Is he still on his big contract, or did he get a veteran minimum? Oh, he's got to be on his contract. Yeah, because they released him. They're only paying the Warriors right now are only paying like two people. The Suns they released Chris Paul. They didn't buy him out, mm-hmm. so that means that Chris Paul is still on his contract. And that means that the Suns have had money to pay Bradley Beal. It's just guys, I don't understand. They this. released it. Yeah, they released him well before. What am I talking about? They released him a couple weeks ago. They had money to pay for Bradley. That's why they released him because they wanted Beal. I'm not saying I could be a better GM than these guys because I know I can't because I don't know money that well. And they have like a that. job for a reason. Yes, they do. But if I'm the Suns GM, no defense. What are you doing? If I'm the Warriors GM, they're keeping Aiton too. They've said that. That's I don't understand that. Why are you no, keeping I, DeAndre Aiton? I think Aiton could be good. It's just not in that scheme. Not on the Suns. You, he needs to be in a different situation. He can be good if he accepts his role, which I don't think he, he won't, will because, because he, he knows shouldn't. he's better than that. He's a he's the freaking first pick in the draft. He, I think he's warranted in thinking he deserves better. Because he, he does. Like That's what makes me so angry about the situation is the sons are like oh we're not getting enough out of deandre ayton it's because you're not you're not giving him anything it's the same situation as james wiseman james wiseman was on the warriors but didn't get he needs the james wiseman is one of those bigs that needs the ball in his hand to succeed and and he could be so good which is like i think that the pistons could do something well, because now Wiseman they've got Cade Cunningham and James Wiseman. Yes, yeah. exactly. But my main thing is DeAndre Ayton, he accepted his role for a while because like he knew that's what he was going to need to succeed. DeAndre Ayton, in his situation, did way more than what James Wiseman did because James Wiseman couldn't do anything. DeAndre Ayton finally just did it. And what makes me angry is DeAndre Ayton has done everything the Suns have asked him to do and he's expressed that he wants out. He wants to go to somewhere else that they will give him an opportunity. Indiana specifically. Yeah, and they just won't. They're like, we want you to be a rim runner. Like he, Indiana could be a problem if they got him. Like DeAndre Ayton is worth so much more than a rim runner and the Suns are only using him for that. And it's like you can get freaking Miles Turner to do the same he thing the, or Robert Williams the to do the same pick. thing. Like, you can get the same thing out of a cheaper player and then also let DeAndre Ayton be in a better situation for him to be a good player. Indiana. Indiana or so many other different places. I would places. say, because that's where he wanted to go, what was it, last year? Yeah. He I, wanted to, Indiana like, would be perfect. If it weren't for restricted free agency, DeAndre Ayton would be in Indiana right now. And the only reason is because the Suns match his contract. And it's just a terrible situation for the dude. You know, pray for DeAndre Ayton. I mean, I'm not gonna say he's fully like pray, pray for DeAndre Ayton. He's not a he's not a complete victim. Like no, he could be more st- assertive. No, he could. Now with Bradley Beal, he's even gonna get less of the ball. Yeah, definitely. Because Bradley Beal's another an, yet another 30 points a game scorer on that team. Like if I'm Kevin Durant, like he can play without the ball pretty well. Devin oh, Booker and Bradley Beal, neither of them can. This is the most I've seen Kevin Durant pass in his entire career. Kevin Durant can do just about anything for your team. Kevin Durant can do, and yes, he can. He can do literally everything. And Devin Booker and Bradley Beal, straight offensive. Booker player. has shown that he can pass. Yes, he can. But Devin Booker is at his best. And if you want Devin Booker to be at his best, you've got to find a way for him and Bradley Beal and Kevin Durant we've to share Bra- the ball. We've seen Bradley Beal play off the ball when John Wall was really good. 
Yeah, but still, Bradley Beal was the second option. On this team, Bradley Beal should be the third option. Not Bradley sh- Beal, not, not should be, is. Yeah, no, but he should be what because I'm, I'm saying he's probably going to still take the ball from Kevin Durant more than he should. And, and, and he'll score. Wait, wait. Thank you, Water. You dropped water on your shorts. I saw a dribble water. Don't. Uh, I didn't do anything. It's fine. Um, I guess we can move on to the Marcus Smart deal. Ooh, I'm ready to talk about this. I want to I want to talk first. There's a frowny face, by the way. Yeah. By, by the Mark, it says Marcus Smart deal, and there's a frowny face. So Guys. Go, go ahead. You, you, uh, this is a monologue right here. You know I'm a Celtics fan. He's very and, sad. Shh, no, this is what I'm going to say. I miss him. I miss him so much. I miss he's Marcus. Been, he's Marcus, been gone I for miss like you. two days. Marcus, I miss you. Come back. He Please. said he's excited for the Grizzlies. Yay, buddy. Yeah, he's so excited to be John Morant's babysitter. I can't imagine. That's what they needed. They needed a vet that can take care of Jaw. And be a he you have to admit, as much as he means to Boston, if you look at him and how he plays He's a perfect fit for Memphis. Yeah, he is. He is. I, Correct. Only thing I'm worried about is, like, the Celtics, he was their heart. So the Celtics got to find their heart He's been their else. heart for the past 10 years. He's the longest tenured player. Nowhere close. Probably even. He was tw- drafted in 2014. Almost 10 years. He's probably one of the most, one of the longest tenured players in the NBA. Well, no, until, he's not. Up until a couple days ago. Oh, on the same team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. No, not. Yeah. Players that have been the league. No, long, long as the one team that is currently still in the NBA. Like, dude dyed his hair green. Is he really going to have green hair when he goes to the Grizzlies? Well, do you know why he dyed his hair green? <laughs> because he loves the Celtics. No, because his mom died and told him to dye it green. Oh, wait. Yeah, I knew that. Sorry. Yes, his, mo- his mom passed away, and he, and like, after he dyed his hair green, his mom loved him dyeing his hair green because of the Celtics. And that's why whenever the ESPN posted about it, they they photoshopped it to dye his hair blue, and it was very... No. Disrespectful. One thing that I will always respect with Marcus Smart is he. I watched an interview with him where he was talking about his upbringing, and he says every time he runs on the court, he runs like he's running away from gunshots. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're getting a player that has come from a past and has come out of a past that has just not been good to him, and, it, and he's still come out and been a great dude, runs – he has his own charity foundation called – um. Young Game Changer Foundation. It's a really great he'll, thing. He'll punch some sense into John Morant. Let me tell you what. He's the perfect guy to like. be like, I'm so sorry, Steve Springer. Did, you, did Steve tell you about how much we say like? Has he told you that? Frick. Gosh dang it. <laughs> yeah. I just said like twice in a row. Steve, sorry. I'm so sorry. Dominic also, they were counting. That He told me they were driving at one point. Stop. He told me they were driving at one point, and they counted how many times we said like up until they took a turn. Like, 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 like. Anyway, Marcus. No, but he, I mean, he's come from a background with, there's gun violence in his past, and he's going to be able to be like, hey, Jaw, dude, stop. One thing that perfectly captures who Marcus Smart is, is, um... In the 2018 playoffs, Tristan Thompson, hard foul on Gosh, Al Horford, Al, on the Cavs. He the, probably Tristan Thompson up. pushed Al Horford on, to the to the ground. He probably squared on up. A foul. Marcus Smart beat the heck out of him. Mm-hmm. Marcus Smart could probably beat a lot of people up. Marcus Smart is a six four guy that can guard Bam Adebayo one on one. I used to not like Marcus Smart because back a couple years ago he had a 
very, very big reputation with flopping. Oh, he still does. He, but like not. But he backs it up with his game now. He didn't used to be as good as he is. Marcus Smart is good for two things. He plays like he, he plays like his life depends on it every night, and that's something that I just love to see because no other player I've ever seen does that no, since Tony Allen. N- no other. Po- I was. I hate you. I was literally going to say that. Tony I Allen. said he reminds me of Tony Allen, but with offense. Because Tony Allen didn't have no offense. Marcus Smart can be your best player, at least. on He can be your best player in a win. I'm not saying he's going to be the star, but he can score. He can drop 25 in a win. And that's something that the Grizzlies need. Because they need a guy that can, you know, if Desmond Bain has a bad night, Jaron Jackson Jr. has a bad night, Marcus Smart can lead an offense. No, yes, I think he could also is a decent playmaker for how, he, he's def- a combo guard. how defensive of a player he is. Well, he came in as a point guard. He'll, and start, moved, he'll start out as a point guard this year. Well, then he, we moved him to shooting guard, and then we moved him back to point guard. So it's a little bit, it's been a little weird for him. Which is perfect with their situation currently. And the funniest thing about Marcus Smart is like, he can have a game where he makes nine threes in a row, and then the next game he'll miss 20 threes. Like, dude is so inconsistent that. from deep. That's his one thing. I don't want that. I know you don't want that, but that's his only downside. There is one thing that I saw that's really funny, and it showed that Dylan Brooks last year when he was playing shot an average of like – I said like again. He shot an average of I think it was like 25 shots a game. You know how many, you know how many shots Marcus Smart averaged last year? What? Like just over 10. I mean, when you're playing with Jalen Brown and but, Jason But Tatum, he probably averaged more points. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm looking that up. Actually, it'll, it's probably around the same. Well, even if it's close, yeah. it's 15 less shots. Marcus Smart, is we will, we will miss you. I'm probably going to go to Memphis at some point just to see you because I love you so much. I want to Marcus I Smart Memphis is probably my Memphis. second favorite player in Celtics history. I'm sorry. I don't know why, but I chose just Jason Tatum when oh. he was drafted, and so I have to say that. But I, you I don't know. Ch- you chose him before you knew if he was going to be good or not. Yeah, I did. Thankfully, you chose correctly. I I love Marcus Smart though. Okay, he's Dylan so awesome. Brooks averaged 14.3 points last. Dude, he's not good. He Dylan Brooks will probably still get signed. That's what I'm hearing. the 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 tabloids are saying Dylan Brooks l- looks like he's going to get a deal somewhere. I think Miami. I think Miami or Dallas. Probably Dallas. It better not be Miami. Dallas needs him. I think Dallas. Dallas needs him. They need a guy. Marcus Smart average. Okay, he averaged 12. Yeah. But on, yeah, a lot less shots. I mean, to be fair, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were both averaging 30 apiece almost. But his field goal percentage, Dylan Brooks. I didn't hear. Hold on. Dylan Brooks wasn't even 40% from three. It was bad. What did? What do you think Marcus Smart shot from three last year? Ooh, it's not good. It's, it's like, like 35. It's 34. It's, oh, better, it's better than Dylan Brooks' 30. True. Gross, please stop. Sorry, this episode is brought to you by water. I got to say that again. And uh, other aspects of the Marcus Smart deal, the Celtics won the trade. I'm going to tell you that right now. The Celtics get Chris Stapps and two first-round picks. The Celtic well, was a three-team deal, too. Yeah, but still... Like the Celtics you said won the, that. You said, the Grizzly, you said the Grizzlies got fleeced. No chance. Okay, the Grizzlies didn't get fleeced because I they guess. don't. They don't. They are not in a position where they need picks right now. True. The twenty-fifth pick. Who went twenty-five? I forgot. Ben Shepard went twenty-six. I remember that. Twenty. No, oh, it was, no, it it was, was Sasser. Mar- it was Marcus Sasser. Why did oh. Why did y'all do that? 
Well, we didn't draft him. We traded him. Okay, so this is what did, happened. Did the Grizzlies pick Marcus Sasser for the no. Celtics? No. Yeah, I think. So the Celtics were like, hey, draft Sasser. Okay, get this. Guys, that's this not is, too bad, actually. No, no, y'all, y'all need a point guard now, and he's smart. This is why. This is what the Celtics did. Sasser's so good. The Grizzlies, or the Celtics, uh, they drafted Marcus Sasser with the 25th pick. Then he's they traded that. Sick. Then they traded Marcus Sasser for two second round oh, picks. Oh, to. Uh, not Washington. That's not right. Uh, no, is that, is that right? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me it's see. not Washington. The Bulls. Bulls. There we go. They traded to the Bulls. So for they drafted what? Julian Phillips in the oh, second round pick. They d- but then they traded Julian Phillips for a later second round pick and another future second round pick. So Brad Stevens turned a one very late first round pick into three seconds. And Jordan Walsh. Marcus Sasser could have been good. Yeah, but Sasser's six one and a guard, and we don't really need a guard on the Celtics right now, because we have you JD just Davidson. Lost Marcus Smart. Yeah, we did. But you just lost Marcus Smart. Yeah, but JD Davidson looks like he's good enough to come back up, and also yeah, I think I they're totally forgot about him. Yeah, he's doing really well. Also, in the also, wait, no, y'all, Malcolm Brogdon, y'all, y'all lost Malcolm Brogdon. No, we didn't. Wait. No, no, we didn't. We, you chose that's you chose Malcolm Brogdon over Marcus Smart. I think, and people are saying this now, and I completely get it. The reason Brogdon's sick. Well, the reason Brogdon didn't go in the trade because it was gonna be Brogdon. The reason they had it was, tra- it was supposed to be Brogdon. The reason they didn't trade, they didn't, they couldn't, the deal didn't go through, injury. was because Brogdon had an injury. Brogdon had an injury, and the what was it? The Clippers didn't want to deal with that. Yeah, or it wasn't the Clippers. I don't know who it was. It I was think, somebody. I think it was the Clippers. somebody like that. So they had to trade Marcus Smart, which yes, it was the Clippers because it was Wizard, it was Wizards, Clippers, Celtics. Only thing I'm worried about with the Celtics is the sharing of the ball. Chris Stapps can play off ball very well. We've seen that. Yeah, he's very good at that. Only thing I'm worried about is first of all injuries. Chris Stapps is very injury prone, and the Celtics already have had their fair share of injuries. And without Marcus Smart, you have a player that. Without Marcus Smart, you just have more players in there. But apparently like, Derek White's Jesus. Yeah, that's another thing I'm worried about. Without Brogdon... There's consistency of Derek White. Derek White's not a point guard, though. Well, Derek White's like a Marcus Smart type. Uh, He's more of a shooting guard than Marcus Smart is, though. Well, but he's a combo guard. Yeah, he is. Saying. But he's more of a shooting guard than Marcus Smart. I'd say if Malcolm Brogdon's healthy, Malcolm Brogdon's starting next year. I think year. Malcolm Brogdon's sick. It'll be Malcolm he Brogdon. Won rookie of the year. It'll be Malcolm Brogdon... Jalen Brown, uh, Jason Tatum, Chris Stapps, Robert Williams. Chris Stapps will be up. Ah. No, 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 that's right. Yeah, because um, Al Horford's retiring. Have a great, a great career, Al. I, we love you, Big Al. Um, I know the Hawks was your, you know, you had your best years in the Hawks, but we will always love he's you. He's the reason why that Cavs series went to seven. I mean, he's always been our stopper. Like, he can stop Gian- He's our Giannis stopper. He was our stop. He's always the stopper for the big dude. And now I'm worried because we won't have a Giannis stopper anymore. Because Chris Tapps ain't stopping Giannis. Chris Tapps is not a defensive player. He, but but he's a heck of an offensive player. Oh, yeah. He's going to be so good. Oh, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. And Missoula with another year of coaching under his belt, especially since Missoula is offense first. Man, Missoula's going to have a field day with all this offense in his team. That's That was the one thing that I think y'all were missing, which was a... A, a stretch big? A... Just a big man scoring presence. Well, Al Horford. Okay, I said stretch big. Al Horford. Al Horford is, is a stretch the, big. He is so good at shooting. But other than that, we need a big man score. And yes, Al Horford a, can't a score. A big man scoring, even like even if they don't score as much as 
you think they're going to. They're just a presence, and you have to worry about them just as much as you have to worry about other guys. So it gives other guys more opportunities. And, like, yeah, Robert Williams, he's going to be a guy that's going to go 5-for-5 from the field. But that's but they're all going to be alley-oop dunks. Yeah, but he's great at that. And I love those guys. Oh, no, it's it's why I love Steven Adams. He'll score 10 points a game, but he does everything else Well, Steven Adams is also good because, like, He's good in the post. Robert Williams really can't post up. He's really just well, a Nobody's a freak athlete. Who, Robert Williams? I wasn't talking about Steven Adams. Oh, yeah. Right, yes, Robert Williams is a freak athlete. True. All right, I think we're going to move on to our NBA draft I'm coverage. I'm excited to talk about this. Um, I'm going to start out with the top three picks just because like, I w- they didn't surprise me. Vic, of course, number one. It's really weird to see Victor Wimanyama in actual NBA jerseys that are not Photoshopped. Yeah, because he's been being photoshopped in these jerseys for years they now. They already there's somebody that's already made an edit to where um, he's in a Lakers jersey because there's a whole bunch of really great Laker bigs that were not drafted by the Lakers, uh, like Shaq, Kareem, Anthony Davis, like that. So they've already edited him into a Lakers jersey, which no people are wild. I'm telling you, people are crazy. There are also, so many people that don't like that already don't like him because he missed a couple shots in his in his shoot around for the media. Like, come on. Also, shout out to my friend Matt Guzman from Sports Illustrated and uh, FanZone. So he was there. Yeah, he was there when he when the the video of him missing shots. He was there. Yeah, he was there. And crazy, um, Matt. I I, I want to be you when I grow up. I know you're my age, but like, dude, is I, he listening? I hope so. Matt, please be listening. Like. You don't understand, dude. I, I, well, you can't tell him to listen here because if he's not listening to this, he won't hear that. Please notice me, Matt. I love you. Anyway, I'm just kidding. Um, Scoot too. Brandon Miller too. Sorry. Yeah, Brandon Scoot Miller three. too. Um, yeah, I'll like him on. I'll I'll see how he does. You gotta bulk up. Brandon Miller, mm-hmm. just a bit, not too much, but like he does need to bulk up a little bit. Ceiling, his ceiling, I think, is what Brandon Ingram has been the past couple years. I think his ceiling is Paul George. Calm down. No, his ceiling. Like, the best he can be is as good as Paul George. I don't see him... I would love for him to surprise me, but from what I've seen... Yeah, but you haven't seen that. He hasn't reached his ceiling yet. I think he can be really good, especially with LaMelo. Not Paul George. I think with LaMelo Ball passing him the ball, he can do... He can do so many good things. Like I mean, he Brandon scored 50, and it, I forgot who that was against. He scored, yeah, like, either. 51 points. Okay, no. Ceiling, yeah, I'll say, like, a Paul George. Floor is uh, Marvin Williams. I've seen that. That's funny. Yep. That is really good. I don't Marvin know Williams. where that came from, but it's funny. His floor is Marvin Williams. Marvin Williams was still a solid. He was a solid, like, solid. bench guy solid. For, solid. for, like, 70 years. That's the word he said, solid, because solid is... He can be a starter on a below-average team. Scoot. Scoot. Floor. I mean, not. I mean, ceiling. Russell Westbrook. I love Scoot Henderson. His his ceiling is Russell. A better shooting Russell Westbrook. First of all, Scoot. A lot better. Let me just let, let you in on something. That grill did not look good at the draft. We no, were wearing a grill. No, it, didn't. it did not look good. But your game looks amazing. I love Scoot Henderson's game. I he's six two, but plays like he's. Freaking, he's like Marcus Smart on steroids. He, but he plays like he's, what, seven feet tall? Yeah. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I, I'm so excited. For I, he's a, he's a, his ceiling is a better shooting Russell Westbrook because he's got the passing. We've seen that he can get rebounds because when he played Wimbenyama, he out rebounded him. Yeah. 
his the, scoring is other his for where I see Russell Westbrook is his confidence. Whenever he dunks on you, he's gonna let you know it. The biggest surprise never, never of the double zero too. That's weird. Well, because he couldn't take zero because you well, know duh. The biggest surprise of the entire draft is that the Trailblazers didn't make a single trade. Mm-hmm. I thought either Scoot was going to get traded or Dame was going to get traded, Dame, and neither of apparently them Apparently, Dame and his team were not happy that they just went ahead and drafted at three. At that point, like it's pro- I mean, it's not anything they could control. Hey, like, if, if they couldn't get a deal, then they couldn't get I a deal done. If I was Portland, I would also want Scoot and Dame. If they don't get In a rid- perfect society. If they don't get rid of Scoot or Dame, they have to get rid of Anthony Simons because they can't have I that log jam. I don't think he... Uh, Anthony Simons is a solid player that can be good on any team. He's not Scoot, though. Oh, of course not. I would already take Scoot. Well, hold on. Duh. Yeah. I, I haven't seen anything yet. I'll calm down. We've seen Anthony Simons is solid. Haven't seen anything yet. I'll make that. I think Scoot later. and Dame would be able to work well together because Scoot, you know, is ball dominant, doesn't shoot threes. Dame can play off the ball pretty well and can still get his 30 like that. Scoot could be your primary ball handler because he can pass the rock. And then just tell Dame to shoot the rock every time. And Hey, Dame, shoot as soon as you catch his ball. And then Shaden Sharp, too. Oh, that's going to be so nice. You notice that of the top five picks, you know how many of them went to college? One. One. It was Brandon Miller. Oh, and then the, the Thompson brothers. That's, okay. Can that go into, like, just talking about the draft as a whole. Yeah. The biggest winner of the draft was the Rockets. Oh yeah. Because they got that goes into Cam Whitmore Cam Whitmore sliding all the way down to twenty. We'll talk when, about him later, but yeah. when he was projected top at least top ten. I say the Rockets and the Blazers won the draft. But Amin Thompson is sick. Amin Thompson He needs to work on the shooting. It, he's it's apparently gotten better, but he's a freak athlete who can pass. If I'm if I'm the um, Rockets, though, I'm okay with him not being able to shoot because Jalen Green can kind of shoot. Kevin Borner, Ken Porter Jr. can kind of shoot. Like, they've got a bunch of guys that can shoot. Well, you said kind of. Okay. Well, also, Jabari Smith can shoot. I haven't seen anything. Shingun can shoot. For him. Shingun can't shoot. If I'm the Rockets, this is what I do with Amin. I Jalen Green... I love Jalen Green. I love him to death. He's I'm not, not. I'm not sure about him yet. Jalen Green, I don't think is the best player on a roster. I don't think he's going to be the best player on a championship team. I don't think he's. He's. I don't think he. I don't think he's ever going to find success if he is the best player on the roster because the way he plays, it's like James Harden, but like the James Harden mentality of I'm going to dribble a lot. Yeah. But it doesn't get you anywhere. It gets you empty, empty buckets. James Harden's. Buckets were not empty buckets. Oh yeah, Jalen Green is a great player, and he he but he takes a lot of shots. He was thirty nine percent from the field this year. Like, you know, he takes a lot of shots, doesn't make a lot of them. I get it that he's young, so give him a couple of years. But if you're gonna have, if you're gonna be successful with the Rockets, you gotta get, you gotta let other players shoot the ball other than Jalen Green. And I think you gotta pick between Jalen Green, Alperin Shengun, and Amen Thompson. Pick one of those. Pick two, I'd say. Then, then Amin and Shingun. Yeah, because Shingun is a, has shown flashes. He's a diamond in the rough. I think he's gonna be. He's a he's baby Jokic basically. I'd say he's a baby Jokic because he can pass really baby well. Baby Jokic is the correct. Yeah, term. he can pass really well. He can sh- he can do just about everything decently. There's nothing. No, I guess his defense does need a little work, but. 
besides that, why did I not realize good. that Utah did what they did? They got Keontae George and Taylor. I think Taylor Hendricks is going to be sick. Taylor Hendricks would be a great player. I think Taylor Taylor Hendricks is is my is my low key pick for rookie of the year. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, do you know what the what the betting odds are going to look like on rookie of the year? So weird. Rookie of the year this year. It's going to be, it's gonna be like negative two million. Vic is going to be in the for, negatives for Victor. Oh, he'll be way into the negatives. But I won't be surprised if he gets injured. Like first oh, no, game in of the, the season, there. yeah. If he gets injured first game of the season and then doesn't play till next year, hopefully not. I hope not. I want to see him. Play. I really like Vic. He, great dude. Now, great. Does he make family. you a contender? No. Can he with stuff around him? Yes. I think second year he's bringing them back to the playoffs. Second year, if he's healthy, I think that he has the chance to do it this year. Oh yeah, because Keldon because Johnson. Keldon Johnson is sick. Trey Jones is good. Devin, Devin Vassell, Vassell is good. Devin Vassell is the third best player on that team. Zach Collins. Zach Collins isn't starting. Good. It'll but, be. It'll be. It'll be. But Trey everyone Jones. says that the Spurs are an immediate contender, and I'm like, stop. No. I love Victor Wembanyama. I hope he does great. But they need other stuff. But, but they're now, not a contender when you now, got the Nuggets running around. But now this the people are going to want to play with Victor and are are more likely to be like, yeah, I'll go to the Spurs. Oh yeah, the Spurs now have that guy that everyone wants to play with, and that's what they've needed. That's the problem. That was one. Of, that's been one of the problems with the Spurs the past couple of years. You never see him on TV. Why? Because they don't have. Okay, they have Keldon, who's pretty exciting, but they don't have like that guy who makes them must see TV. Victor is that. You know how much Pops, they're going to be. Pop's play style of play doesn't make them must see TV. I, His style of play wins them games, but does not is, get them in the news. Is Popovich one of the best coaches ever? Yes, but oh no, he's about to say something, guys. I'm not, but like but of what? the coaches that are in the league right now, I don't, I don't think about taking him. Monty Williams, mind your words, Eric one. Spolstra. Like, there's a lot of coaches. It as of right now. Well, now a couple years ago, totally different story. He's a He's fantastic. It's just his mindset of, oh, we're not going to do anything this year. Like, have you heard him say that? I mean, he, he's, he was playing with nobodies last year. Of course they're not going to do anything. But his mindset about that is not good. I think he, I just, take, ha- I think I t- he just hates the media. I take a bunch of coaches over Popovich as of right now. A couple years ago, no chance. But as of right now, yes. You may come to go against that statement just because. I'm, I'm not. I know, Pa. I mean, okay, I get what you're saying because a couple years ago he's un he's barely matched, but now I say if you give Pop the right team, he can do more with that right team than any I'm other not coach saying in the that's league. Incorrect. Yeah, well, yes. Than with any other coach in the league, like he can do more with the. I would you say coach, I would say Monty Williams. Well, Monty Williams, we'll see. Has he gotten signed yet anywhere? I don't remember. He's a coach for Detroit. Oh yeah. Oh, good luck there, Monty. That's why I think they could be. I mean, they got a SAR this year. A SAR, Cade's back. James Wiseman. Okay, here are my thoughts on Asar Thompson. He's good, but he's literally just Amen Thompson, except a small forward. They have him listed at shooting guard. Shooting guard? He's a small forward. He'll probably play at small forward because because the starters will be Cade. Will Killian start? No. Then who? Probably Asar. At shooting guard? I mean, I don't know. I mean, Asar is really just a wing. No, they don't have Sadiq Bey. Asar is a wing. That's what he did. That's what he is. If they had Sadiq Bey, they'd be a whole lot better. Only thing that I'm worried about with them with the twins is that they came from overtime elite, which makes them look good. But at the same time, overtime elite does not have the same amount of competition that the NCAA or the G league Ignite has. Jalen green came from the G league Ignite, and he hasn't shown 
as much as everyone thought he was going to. I mean, like, what G League Ignite player has exceeded expectations? You got Dyson Daniels, not... I mean, he's still young. Was Kaminga G League? Yep. There aren't really any notable G League players. Isaiah Todd? Yeah, he was, but Isaiah Todd... Where is he? He just got traded in the New Deal. I don't know where he went, though. Um, He was supposed to be sick. He's on the Suns? He was a consensus... Yeah, he was traded. What? Where? What? Okay, because he was the first guy that decided to sign with the G League Ignite. Before anyone, it was Isaiah Todd was the first dude, and then he started the whole trend. Oh, yeah, Suns receive Isaiah Todd and Jordan Goodwin. And Bert. All right, guys, I'm about to ask Jonah a trivia question. Isn't he supposed question. to be sick? Uh, He's supposed to be really good. He was a four-star prospect going into college. This is five. Yeah. Uh, Says he was a consensus five-star recruit, one of the best power forwards in the 2020 class. He's, he's good. Got, he's got the body to be an NBA. I have a trivia question for Jonah here. <coughs> Who was the first ever NBA player to not go to college and go to the G League? First. There's one, the first player ever. It's not Anthony Simons, is it? Nope. Well, because he didn't go to the G League. He just stayed in high is school somebody furniture. somebody not well-known? He's, he's a rotational piece in the NBA. I'll give you a hint. He played on the Thunder for a while. I don't... I think he's on the Suns now. You think? I'm pretty sure he's on the Suns now. But he played in the Thunder for a long while. D- Baisley? Yep, Darius Baisley. He went, he's he, decent. Because he was signed to Western Kentucky. He's on the Suns, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he was signed to Western Kentucky, and then he decommitted and went to the G League. It wasn't the Ignite because that wasn't around yet. Yeah, he's on the Suns. That's uh, a cool factoid for you boys out there. So, uh, you know, take that as you will, I guess. Oh, yeah, my man... KJ Williams, he did exactly what I said would happen. He went undrafted, but he got picked up almost immediately. I mean, if you look, there are a bunch of successful big men that didn't get picked up. Drew Timmy, Oscar Shibwe, KJ Williams. Adama Sanogo? Adama Sanogo was the biggest surprise for me because Adama Sanogo has an NBA body. I I was not surprised about Oscar and Drew Timmy not getting picked. Yeah, me neither. But, But like all of them got picked. Did Drew Timmy get picked up? I'm pretty sure he did. Jacob Toppin got picked up. By the Knicks, Oscar got picked up by the Pacers, who was one of the teams he worked out with. I think he could be a piece there. He'll start out in the G League. He's better than uh, what's his name, uh, Bidatze, Goga Bidatze, Goga Batadze. Yeah, the only thing Goga Batadze will ever that picture of him next yep. to Zion. Yep, that's what I was gonna say. That picture, <laughs> that picture of his booth at the NBA draft. Well, I think it was the combine. combine. It was the yeah. combine, and everyone's around Zion, and Goga's just sitting over there like. Looking longingly at Zion. Well, now, now, now we talk. Um, I'd still say Goga's looking longingly at Zion, just because Zion's still a bigger name than Goga Badadzi oh, will yes. ever be. Everyone needs to calm down about saying Zion's a bust. He's not. Dude averaged twenty eight points a game in a season. That that's not bust. No, no, ever. no, 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 no. Bust in the terms of he's never gonna play a full season, which I do agree with that, but I don't agree with that he's already a bust. You know how many full seasons LeBron James played in his career? Probably, like, none. Uno. One single season. Well, but, I mean, by not playing a full season, I mean, like, playing, like, half or less of a season. Yeah, I get what you mean. We'll see. I I pray that he will do well. He's, it's like Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid got drafted Sixth. Sixth. He got drafted sixth. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, 90% sure on that. All right, he's he doesn't believe me. He's checking his phone. Might be five. I know he was top ten. It was top. It was top six. It was six. He was top six. He was top six and not five, four, three, two, or one. So six. You're incorrect. He was third. 
You're welcome. I started to say third. Oh, wait. No, that was Nerlens Noel. Sorry. For some reason, I confused his pick with Nerlens Noel. Pick. Say it again. Nerlens Noel. Yes. Nerlens Noel. You remember that from maybe mm-hmm. 2K13? Say it. Say it. Say it. Jonah, you were right. Thank you. Have a good day. Um, But it's like the same thing as Joel Embiid. He either barely or didn't play like his first two seasons. Yeah. And look at how he's panned out. So I'm going to wait a little bit. Yeah. I too love when I never make the Eastern Conference. I'm just kidding. It's Joel Embiid was MVP. I'm just kidding. I'm just playing around. Just playing around. I do love Joel. I don't think he was the MVP. Yeah, but he still won the award. That's all I'm saying. He deserved to be in the conversation for MVP, but I don't. I don't no. think anyone in the past five years. I don't think anybody except Jokic just deserved it. No, no, I agree. Five past five. Not five. Yeah, three. past three. But all I'm saying is like he he still panned out. Yeah, he was a scoring champ. Yeah, if he gets MVP, I'm gonna be like, yeah, okay. Like if when he won MVP, I wasn't surprised. He reminds me of James Harden. He plays well, but team dude, nothing. So what else do we got to talk about in this draft? I mean, like I like go... I like Cason Wallace going earlier than he was projected to. He went ten to the Mavericks, but was traded to Oklahoma. I was really sad when they traded him to the Thunder because I was like really hoping that he would get to go home because he was like really excited to go back to Dallas. And he's from Dallas, yeah. Yeah, he's from Dallas, so I was like really excited. He might be good at OKC. He might we'll be see. he might be dang decent. Well, yeah, but he'd come off the he, bench as the starting be... point. Uh, no, starting yeah, he'll, as he'll the be best, the... the starting bench point guard. One thing that I also love is the Magic drafting for needs instead of drafting for like the best player. Jed Howard was the best shooter available on that draft, and they drafted him. I know that people are going to hate that for a long time. I don't. I don't like them drafting Jed Howard. I know a lot of people don't, but because like o- OKC is a low low key winner of this draft because they got Casey Wallace and Derek Lively. Derek Lively is sick. I haven't seen. I haven't watched enough Derek Lively film really to uh, to you know tell you that seven foot one. If I'm the Magic there, I'm either taking Grady Dick or Jet Howard, and I think Where Jet Howard's go? okay there just because Jet Howard is Raptors. less ball dominant. Also, Derek Lively was traded to the Mavericks for Casey Wallace, so they oh didn't no, get both. Derek Lively went to the Mavs. That's right, yeah. the Mavs won. That's what I was trying yeah. to think of because they also yeah. got uh, Olivier Maxens Prosper. We'll see. I haven't. Wa- uh, nobody's watched enough of him to really say. Hey, a dude from the O. Well, not the OVC. The MVC got drafted in the first round. Ben, oh yeah, Ben Shepard. Ben Shepard. Ben Shepard. I've seen him. Oh, by the way, miss a game winner. Oh, by the way, um, go read my article up on Mid Major Madness where I reviewed the um, NBA drafts for NBA in uh, um major players. So like Jerace Walker, Taylor Hendricks, and then I talked about Ben Shepard. Ben Shepard's a player that you know he's he's not really the best at anything, but he's not bad at anything. He gave either. me he gave me nightmares a couple years ago. Oh, Brandon Podziemski. Um, the first ten picks in the second guy. round were traded. Also, everybody is talking about how good Jaime Jaquez was as a pick. He's good, but why is everyone picking him out? Like, he's good, and he's a great pick for the Heat. But, like, there's so he many He got players. drafted ahead of Cam Whitmore. True. But, I don't know. He's a good player. I don't, no, I, don't. I love Jaime Jaquez Jr. He was under Mick Cronin. He hit. He fits the Heat perfectly. He, he does fit the Heat now, I think, Cam Whitmore could have also gone to the Heat, but you know. Cam Whitmore doesn't have as good of a shot as the Heat is looking for, I'm thinking. Portland got Chris Murray, too. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, Chris Murray is he's literally supposed to, he's just... Supposed to, Chris Murray... You can't tell me those aren't the, that isn't the same person. Keegan and Chris are the same person. Chris Murray is just a little bit worse version of Keegan. Well, yeah, because he's younger. Well, also, he just wasn't as good in college as Keegan was. Keegan was uh, nasty in college. Yeah, I know. Um, Another thing, Amari Bailey... 
going 41st. Only reason I, this is just a quick a quick thing. I just think it's really funny how Amari Bailey was uh, like a top five high school prospect, and just shows like these players. What you do in high school barely matters. Yeah, like well, seriously, not barely, but it it doesn't matter as much as you think. Same thing with Mojave King. Like he was a great player, but then nothing. Amani Bates at 49 is sick. Amani Bates what to, a steal. to Cleveland too. He what could a steal. be he could be dang decent. What man. a steal. Because he's a shot maker and they need a small That's forward that can make shots. I was saying last episode not last, was the last episode. I was it was about, the first or second. I have Bates. no idea, guys. Uh Amani Bates, I think I said something along the lines of he needs to be in the right situation. Cleveland is the right situation. Yeah. In my opinion. <coughs> okay. No. Ooh, okay, sorry. Like, sorry, sorry. like a cough. Yeah, sorry. It was a it was a little mix there. So my thing about Imani Bates is he turned me off him just a little bit when I saw him at the combine, saw some footage of him at the combine, just because mm-hmm. his main thing is he can take and make shots, but he's gonna take and make shots that are gonna be stupid, and eventually he's just gonna be taking shots, no making. You know who that reminds me of? There's a lot of players we've talked about. His today. name is Dylan Brooks. You know, he, I see a bit he, of a trend here he where Jonah some, just thinks of a player that shoots a lot of shots, and he's like, that's Dylan Brooks. No, but you just said at some points he's going to be making those shots, which Dylan Brooks did a couple years ago. He would put up 30 sometimes. But then Dylan Brooks got to where he just didn't hit those shots, and he hasn't probably didn't score over 20 more than like five times last year. Fair enough. Because he stopped. Yeah. That's what I was Not the fact that he takes bad shots. Because, like, you know who else took bad shots but made them? Kobe, Michael Jordan. And Imani Bates has been that guy that has always made those bad shots because well, he's long like, and can. And he's like, he's a purebred scorer. He doesn't care how contested he is. If y'all don't remember, Imani Bates was the number one. He was the Gatorade guy. National Player of the Year as a sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. Dude was I remember the man. He was talked about for years and years. I was. Everyone was saying he was the next coming of Christ. LeBron. Yeah, like I every, would say, no, Kevin Durant. Yeah, no, but everyone was saying like he was the next dude. Like everyone thought he was going to be better than Victor Wimbanyama. Everyone was saying Imani two, Vic second. But then now he, it's Vic. Then he then he went to Memphis and got in trouble. And got in trouble. Didn't, also, didn't do too hot. Well, they played him at point guard at Memphis. I don't understand Penny Hardaway. By the way, he just got another suspension for tampering. Oh, Penny. I don't know. I don't understand there. All these great players are going to Memphis. James Wiseman, Jalen Duran, Imani Bates. Dude, what what have you done there? Memphis has not had a single good team out of any of these oh, guys. Mikey. Mikey's also is Mikey going to Memphis? Yep. Why? Because Mikey Williams is overrated as heck. Whoa, calm down. Oh, yeah, he is. I'm telling you that right now. Can't shake my hand right now that he's not going to be good later on. Mikey Williams will be a role player at best. I'm calling it right now. Mikey Williams, overrated. So overrated. Dude, it just makes me so mad how many. If you look at how many, like, he makes, he's a great dunker. He's a great player. No, he. You've only seen highlights of him, like, well, because he's in the news, and he's not even top... He's, like, barely top 50 in his class. He's 18 years old. Give him a break. Yeah, but you see the players that get all these, all these like, you know, big all this big publicity. It goes to their head, and they're never good. Same thing happened with me, Amani Bates. I think Amani Bates is going to be good. All right, I'll shake... I'll, we'll, sh- we'll make a deal. You know what? Everybody... Hold this down right now. Actually, no. If a if Mikey Williams, because we know he's gonna be one and done, right? We obviously know he he's gonna want to be one and done. With Penny, yeah, probably. Okay, 
This is our deal. Penny will push him to. If Mikey Williams gets drafted in the first round, I will tell you to your face, Jonah Morgan, you are right and I am wrong. To your face. I, that happens anyways because it happens more than you think. Okay, well then. That's not. All right, I not, will do something. You know, you guys can leave in the Q&A down below now, what you think. If he goes one and done, I don't think he goes first round. I never said that. Oh, then what's then? What are you saying? Are you saying he's going to be a star? I'm saying he's going to be solid, not a role player. I mean, I think he maybe he could be solid, but like, what tools does he have for you to say that he's going to be solid? A lot. Okay, name tools. Name said tools. Defense. He's a shooter. He's a, he's an athletic freak of nature. He's been dunking since he was like 15. How many athletic freaks in nature though actually have successful careers in the NBA? John Morant. Yes, but that's I mean, a different thing. How many how many high school athletic freaks in nature? Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, but he's not an athletic Kevin freak in nature. Kevin Porter Jr. I mean, he's not even that successful. In, in he's NBA. on the Rockets. It's not his fault. But let's name some other players Malik that Monk. weren't. Malik Monk's not even that great right now. I mean, he's good, but like. Okay, if you're saying he's going to be Malik Monk level... He was I will, a six-man-of-the-year okay. candidate. If you're saying that he will be Malik Monk, Malik Monk level, I will agree with that. That's, I will agree with that's that. That's almost a star. No, no. Yeah, I will I will agree with him being a good six-man or maybe a solid role player. I don't think Mikey Williams is a star. Malik Monk is more than a solid role player. He's He is a star six-man. See, when I think of players that were an athletic freak, had a great high school highlights but not ranked high, you know what name comes to mind? Hamadou Diallo. No. Malik Newman. Well, that's very different. How's that different? Yeah, because you, because I me. just named like five different players and you named one. True. You're just picking one that is not... The only one that I can think of that is... He got re- re- recruited a lot to college and disappeared is Hamadou Diallo. He's still solid, though. I'm just skeptical... Of these high school hype, of this high school hype train, he's grown like five inches in the past two years. But like, obviously, you've got to stand with me on this. I'm skeptical of the high school hype train. Well, I am too. Like the high school hype train, I overtime is ruining high school sport, high school basketball, just because they you know, publicize these players before they're good. You know who started that hype train? Who? His name is LeBron. LeBron James. Yeah. Because he panned out so well. LeBron James, you ruined high school basketball. Totally. No, I'm just kidding. We love you. Well, we don't love you. You're, you are a player in the NBA, LeBron James, and we think take that to heart. We have opinions about you. My voice cracked. I'm sorry. We have opinions that some are good and some are bad. We are neutral on LeBron James. I think Mikey Williams will be. He'll be drafted first year, and he might not be good immediately, but he will be a Malik. He will be a Malik Monk type, a dude who can do everything and be that pure blood scorer off the bench that you need. Another player, Greg Jackson, a solid example of a player that was great in high school. I'm going to be honest, I don't even know who that is. Gregory, Gigi Jackson. Oh, yeah. The Grizzlies got him. Yeah. I'm. He's younger than Bronny, so I'll give him a break. I'll give him a break because he's he's not, like, I know he got drafted, but he's not supposed to be solid yet. He's not even supposed to be in college yet. Give him a couple years. No, we'll I'd see. say give him a couple years. I hope they'll probably keep him because knowing Memphis, they keep guys that they have faith in. Mm-hmm. So I'd say they'll I'd say they'll keep him. The only other guy the Grizzlies got in the draft was Turkish and Tariq, I think is his name. I forgot. It. Hold on. Yeah. Um. The Grizzlies. Grizzlies. I don't see another. Grizzlies. Tariq Bibrovich, fifty-six. Oh, let me see who he is. Oh, I have no idea who that is. Yeah. Exactly. So. 
we'll end out the podcast with one thing that I was thinking about. Chris Livingston. One player that you want to do well in the NBA really badly. From this draft? From this draft. And then one player that... You, is don't, a, you or, don't think will no, do no, well. No, no, no. One player you want to do well. And then one player you think will do well. Can we take Wimanyama out of the second one? Do somebody besides Wimanyama? I'd say 20 to the pick and back. So... Well, nothing before the twentieth pick for the second one because the player I want to do well is in the top ten. Sure, yeah, we'll do the first one can be any player in the draft. Okay. The second one has to be after who I the think 20th will be pick. good in the NBA. Yes, because my my player that I want to do really well in the NBA is Cason Wallace. Yeah. I think he could be really good. He's six four. They when he got drafted, they had him. They it was so specific. They had him at six three and three quarters. They, That's without shoes on. Another thing too, though. They said he was the best perimeter defender in the draft. He's, I he's agree good. with it. No, he's good. I don't. There's. I've seen him do some stuff, man. I've seen him do some. Like he reminds me of Gary Payton in the fact that you could catch the ball and then it could be out of your hands before you even look down. Yeah, no, he's a great defender. And but he's saying he's the best defender in the draft. Best perimeter. Yeah, defender no, best perimeter draft. defender in the I mean, draft. Who else? I'd say. Scoot is a little bit better. No. And then also Anthony Black is... Anthony Black is the only one that I'd be like, yeah, okay. He's yeah. also 6'7". Yeah. Anthony or six, Black. 6'6 or whatever. Anthony Black is slightly better. Oh, That's I also I think. think Anthony Black could be really good. I guess now looking back at it, there aren't that many guards that are going on defense No. in this but, draft. But... Jordan who, Hawkins, no. Who's your... No. Who's your player that you want to do good? Player that I want to do good... See, I'm a guy that just likes cool names. You said twenty and no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not gonna pick a cool name guy. I just I'm looking at all these players and it's like I really just want a lot of these guys to so do. So you well. said the second one is a player that we think could surprise people. That's yeah. Twenty or back. Can I have two for this? Because no. there's okay. I'm gonna give two anyway. I'm gonna give the obvious pick. I really want Keontae Johnson to do well just because of his heart condition and oh everything he's been through. I really want him to do well. A little skeptical. How did the Thunder have so many picks? He went to the Thunder, by the way. Yeah, Presty. That's just Sam Presty. He's crazy. Yeah. Keontae Johnson, I really want him to do well just because of him. all he's been through, and I, I don't know. I'll see how he does. Thunder do have a tendency to do well with his type of player. And then also Jalen Slauson. I just want Furman to have a good player. Just once. I don't know. It just, especially as a mid major guy, you know, working for mid major madness and Jalen Slauson getting drafted was such a big deal for us. I really want Jalen Slauson to just have a good career. I watched him at the All Star game at the Final Four in person and dude's a great player. Didn't he go to Kansas? Jalen Slauson? Yeah. No, he went to Furman. Well, he went to Furman, but didn't he start out? Oh, I clicked on the wrong person. Okay, so now your player that you think is going to do well, and I'm going to go ahead and say one more thing. That's behind. Has to be unbiased, so no Kentucky player. It has to be a draftee, so no Chris Livingston. Sorry. He got drafted. Yeah, so it has to be a draftee, somebody who was drafted. He got drafted. So no Chris Livingston. He got drafted. I'm saying, I know, but I'm saying don't pick him because you're... Because you're biased. We're both biased towards I think Chris he, I think he could be good. Yeah, I know, but he's, I was thinking... He's a 6'7". They have him listed at shooting guard. Yeah, no way he's a shooting guard. Yes, he plays like a shooting guard. He plays like a power forward. No. Cal had him playing down low on the post. That's incorrect. That doesn't mean that's how he plays or he yeah, should no. play. The, a player that I think could be surprisingly good. I've got a... Co- Bryce Sensabaugh. I'll give him that. The Jazz great got steal. some stuff. He was supposed to go lottery, so him going that late was great for them. Bryce Sensabaugh. It was a real... Pure scorers in this draft didn't do well. Yeah, but I would say Bryce Sensabaugh, and then my other one that I had was 
was Imani, yeah. Yeah. Because of how because of where he got drafted, because I think him alongside with Donovan and Darius Garland could be really good. Is Imani Bates the best on like is he anything on defense? I mean he's he's six ten and long. But and he's he's small. a small forward. No, but he's a small forward. So yeah, he can get pushed around, but he can still stay in front of you. But what I'm saying is they don't need him to be strong on defense because they have Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. Also Isaac Okoro can take the defensive capabilities That's, from him. That's that is one of the reasons why because he doesn't have to worry. He just has to worry about offense. Yeah, because that Isaac is what he has to. That's all he has to worry about. Like literally, the Cavs at small forward can have he a start great, immediately. We'll see over Okoro. Well, the Cavs have this thing where it's like Isaac Okoro can give them the defense. By the it way, just, but also Isaac Okoro works well when he's making his threes. Now, when he's not making his threes, which is a lot more often than not, I'd take he made him at Auburn. I'll tell you that. I think Isaac Okoro starts until Amani proves himself because there's also Chetty Osman. On that roster, quick. Chetty Osman is also on that Chet- roster. Chetty's also, as far as the guys in Cleveland, is the fan favorite. Yeah, he's Chetty Osman. And also, the Cavs aren't going to want a dude like Amani Bates that wants to take a lot of shots because Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland have their hands no, full. Because at this at this point of at this point, the guys that have been drafted have to get into their heads. I'm not the star anymore, and unless we'll, you're Victor Wembanyama. And we'll see if Amani Bates can do that. We'll see. Jalen Green hasn't gotten that. Well, Jalen Green at this point is... Well, because he, sho- he was shoved into a role where he, they told him he was that man. Which is not good. Yeah. I mean, that's what he's been put in his entire life. I'll go to my guy. Okay, so this is my pick, and you can like it or not. Julian Strother at 29 to the... I was going to was gonna be one of mine. He was drafted by the Pacers, traded to the Nuggets... He's the perfect player for the Nuggets. Sick. He's going to be just like Christian Brown was this year. I've seen him. He's, like, be- he's better than Christian Brown. Well, Julian Strother, he was probably the most NBA-ready guy on that Gonzaga roster. He was a maniac. He he does everything pretty well. That's my thing. And the Nuggets Shot just 41% need— 41% from three. The Nuggets just need a guy that can do that. Like, the Nuggets have such a good like five-man lineup to where they just need guys that can come in— and be solid at anything. Guys that can come and be a gadget player, basically. He'll, he'll start out in his rookie year. He'll start out as a spot-up guy. Oh, yeah. He'll, but he can start, do that. he'll start out as a 3 and D guy. But I think he'll progress to be not that. Him and Christian Brown are eerily similar. Is it Brown or Braun? It's Brown. That's really? What, well, that's what everyone at the draft was saying. And so that's what I'm going to go with. Where did, he, where did he come from? Well, he went to Kansas. And he won that, that championship with correct. them. But I don't know if he's from Kansas. But he went to Kansas. Anything else you got to say, Jonah? It's hot. Oh, yeah. It is very hot. And up here where we're recording, I have to turn off the AC vent. Because you would hear it really loud Yeah, we didn't. So right now it's super hot. And I can see the beads of sweat I'm forming sweating. on Jonah's like forehead. I'm currently And so, sweating. Jonah, I think I'm going to let you go home. Guys, thank you so much for listening. And uh, please just remember to add us on Spotify if you can. Share with your friends, just because you know we're trying to get we're trying to get to a hundred listeners right now, just so that we can get monetized, just so that all the money that we've I've put into this, we all we both put into this. No, no. Also because we love you guys and we want to have a great viewer base. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll catch you next time with more NBA news. Always wear your seatbelt.